said, what do you call it when your dreams have all died? And what do you call it when every breath's a sigh? And what do you call it when you just can't go on? And you wish in the end would come sooner? Well, I pondered a question and I looked at the time And I said, well, it's 12 p.m. So let's call it a nooner That is one of the best ones. It really is. Just I'm that little bridge in there. Is. And plus, Brad has such a, just a rich baritone. Mm. Oh, so good. Can't really do country without one. No, no, cannot. Uh, good morning, no everybody. Worm. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. We're doing it. Yay, multiple starts, but we finally started. Whee! Join the conversation. We are at uh, on... Join us. Nooner, join us. Twitter won't let me post anything, so if I don't respond... Oh, my God. You're like Alex Jones. <laughs> That's probably why I was posting so much hate speech. Yeah. Join us on uh, Twitter at Nooner Podcast, NoonerPodcast.com for the Tumblr maintained by Tyson and Darren. And I'm, oh, I, I'm Marty, by the way. I'm a host. Oh, wonderful. I'm a host as well. Uh, my name is Cassandra. She can't post a tweet card, you know. It keeps saying this. Tweet not sent. Tweet not sent. Retry. I did. And then Retry. It's like, and it's like, nah. I mean, maybe it's that tweet. We, yeah. What, what was it? Your photo? Was no. It a selfie? That was uh, for the tw- uh, the Nooner Instagram, at Nooner Podcast. Oh. On Instagram. So that was for the Instagram story. Wow. We, we're a story. Darren said, I assume the first 30. Well, no. We want to know where you where you where you've been. Me? Yeah, it's the first time live in a, a while that you've been in in on the air. Yes, I went to. Well, you went out of town, so uh, that yep. wasn't my fucking fault. Nope. It was it was the tweet I was trying to send. Okay. Um, I went out of town then the week after you got back. Um, to uh, New Orleans. And we picked out our wedding venue. What? Where? Yes. What is your wedding venue? Um, it is the Napoleon House. Everyone show up at the Napoleon House on January something with 2020. Yes. Yeah. Every day. Just come every day. Yeah. You'll find us. Uh, that's fantastic. That's great. Where is it? Is it in the French Quarter? It is in the French Quarter. It is a 200-year-old building wow. built for Napoleon to come and live in. So why do they call it? What is it called again? Napoleon House. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the reason that Napoleon never lived there is because he died. Oh. Or didn't he get... He Remind did. me what happened to him. So he went to Russia, and uh-huh. then it was too cold. and that. So uh-huh. that's why he never made it to Napoleon House. But did he die there or did no. he get put on an island he got he got exiled to exile uh, yes to Cor- corsica i believe and then he died there he died there yeah just dreaming of his house in he's new like orleans. i had a i had a house oh. in the in new orleans and now i cannot get there spot on thanks i was actually surprised that it stayed kind of french the whole way oh, that's through. good yeah um <laughs> But uh, we got to see a couple Merps this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see, uh, who did we see? So Bill Twatterson. Bill 
Tweederson. Oh, right. Watterson, yes. He uh, is doing really well. He, he said he wants to come back to on the show, but this is, this is a, how he's evolved. He said, but he doesn't want to come uh, just to spew out all the negativity he's feeling, so he's got to wait. Right. So he's, um, uh, yeah. So he's waiting until he feels a little bit more positive. Yes, yes. But he was looking great, uh, as always. Always. And he was going to, he left a little bit early uh, to go to uh, a puppet show. Yes. And then, uh, let's see, who, oh, what other Murps do we Kruger was there. Oh, Kruger was there, yes. Are yes. You, you're, I mean. Yeah. And you were there. I was there. You were yeah. aging rapidly. Yes. I turned 50 this week. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And oh, look at who's just joined in. Hello. Yeah. It's John Sylvain. It's John Sylvain. Yay. 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 Uh, John. <sighs> yes. Anyhow, it was a lot of fun. It was good. Uh, you got to plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, John, how, how have you been? I've been very, very good. Okay. Yeah, I've been excellent. How have you? Uh, How are you? you? So you're you're fifty now. I'm fifty now. How does that feel? What's that like? I I uh, it feels fucking old, um, but you know, you it's don't just, seem fifty. It's just fifty an, sounds so fucking old to me, and it just doesn't seem like your age. You she's know, she's still in her twenties. Barely, God, yeah. desperately hanging on. Yeah, I'm the oldest person in my acting class right now. Oh Actually, my God, I think there's one guy who's older than me. Wow. Oh my God. Do you like your acting class? No, I'm so old. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to get in these scenes with these handsome 20-year-olds and be like, yeah, pretend to be interested. Okay, we got to talk about some news. Uh, really? Yeah, we do. But, but I just want to play... Is this on? It, uh, well, you can turn up... You have a volume thing right uh, there. Yeah. So I'm just going to play three sound clips. We're not going to really... I'm just going to set them up. And then, uh, and then we'll talk about it. But here, here's the first one is Brett Kavanaugh uh, during his um, the speech that he, or whatever during his uh, 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 investigation, whatever the confirmation. His wham wham. His wham wham. During his, his wham-wham long period. raving maniac speech, yes. in which he lied repeatedly over and over again. So yeah, and <laughs> this is where uh, Senator yeah, Amy Klobuchar was asking him about his drinking habits and this yeah is, what about hers what well that's, that's did i just ruin it again you you are the one who kills the punchline yes the punchline killer here it goes oh I, I, no i remember what happened and remember what happened or part of what happened the night before I, I, no i remember what happened and i think you've probably had beers center and and so, so you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened. That's you're asking about, yeah, blackout. I don't know. Have you? It's just so. Could shocking. you answer the question, Judge? I just so. Okay, that's the first clip. Okay. Weirdo. To, I have to be completely honest. I got through his opening statement. I was like, I'm done with you, motherfucker. Yeah. I've seen enough. And then he was just so smug. He had this like smug little grin on his face. Okay, now this next clip is from Donald Trump in a, a press conference he had yesterday where he wanted to talk about the trade deal he just made. And um, Oh, yeah, that cool thing. Yeah, and then people were asking about Kavanaugh. So this is uh, Cecilia Vega of, of C- a- ABC News, and uh, he's soliciting questions. All right. Uh, okay, question? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. 
She's shocked that I picked her. Oh, like in a state of shock. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's President. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. So she said, he said, you're in a state of shock. And she says, I'm not. Thank you, Mr. President. And he says, of course not. You're not thinking. He said, he, he thought she said, I'm not thinking, Mr. President. And he said, of course you're not thinking. Did you get that? I got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. So is the news that, that Donald Trump is, no, is a no, jerk? Just, no, no okay. I'm, I'm playing these three clips. Okay. I just want. And then this is. Tracking. This is uh, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. being interviewed by the Daily Mail. Um, yes. So here it goes. And who are you scared most for, your sons or your daughters? I mean, right now, I'd say my sons. But when the other side weaponizes it against men and says, you know, 40 years later, we can bring it up, and you did something in high school that no one remembers, but it should disqualify you from ever doing anything again, it really diminishes the real claims. That's tech. So these are, this is a sort of rhetoric that's going on where uh, women are being uh, sort of minimized and just treated very badly and then these men come on the defensive as like oh we're the ones being attacked so uh i don't feel comfortable speaking to this uh without first hearing what you from me yeah from you john (laughs) the one white male in the room who would have something to say about this no cassandra do you do you feel how, how like in terms of like the the tenor of the country right now do you do you feel like yeah it's fucking gross yeah like but also yeah that's i mean i feel like this is how that's life this is how life is forever i i mean i've been talked to down to a ton of times for no have you really yeah i have do you really know what it's like to be talked down to i don't know all that that. shit is gross you know like donald trump's a fucking nasty asshole and like it just you know wanted the, the i'm not thinking thing i think was less about the fact that she was a woman and more about the fact that she's press um, I will say that, although it's still gross. And then Donald Trump Jr. worrying about his sons, all these people worrying about their sons. It's like... Well, teach him not to be dicks. Well, it's just like the fucking Stanford rapist and all these people just worrying about like every all these, you know... But he's pe- such a promising swimmer. Hello, and I'm sure Donald Trump Jr. thinks that his stupid sons have bright futures too. But like, they're... Yeah, they. this is... But this is what's been going boys on. Boys upset that boys can't be boys anymore right. because it doesn't matter when you did it um, and whether or not you have the ability to use your best judgment. Like, y- you should just know not to do that. That should be part of basic right and wrong teachings as opposed to, you know, something that you grow up and learn. Yeah, yeah. And I, that was my feeling during the, the watching bits of the... Uh, Brett Kavanaugh being interviewed in in that those hearings are questioned. I guess is like like his lies were just a way of protecting his privilege. Like he was upset that he was like that it was even coming to question that he could could do what he wanted with his boys. You know, w- his weightlifting buddies, his beer drinking buddies. That they w- could be called on their behavior was just like like you know shocking to him. Well, they've been worried what that like th- if they got an extra week that more. Uh, women would come out and accuse him and stuff like that. And it's like, 
I'm a big believer in like when there's smoke, there's fire kind of shit. And like, if you've got three people, one of which is now talking about gang rapes right. and stuff like that. And devil's triangles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why the fuck is he still the guy? Like, why couldn't they just fucking find another guy? Or girl. Right. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, even scarier woman in, waiting in the wings that, uh, I mean, if they're smart, they'll... Uh, I mean, this this whole thing is... I heard two things about this that I thought were really interesting uh, from the press. And one was, um, I think it was on NBC News or something, while the hearings were going on, basically pointing out that whoever wins this fight loses. In other words, if Kavanaugh is on the bench and um, then that will uh, enrage and activate the liberal, the liberal base will go out and vote, obviously, but also the, uh, the undecided middle will come out and vote. And, and on the other hand, if Kavanaugh is replaced, that gives the, uh, the right something to, to, to scream and shout about the way uh, Graham did, Lindsey Graham did, mm -hmm. which is just like this guy was railroaded. It's unfair. Or, or as uh, Trump Jr. just said on that clip, you know, what we have to be held accountable for every dumb thing we did. The point being, you don't have to be held accountable forever, but you should be honest at least. Right. And when you're testifying right. to the Senate, and at least, and if you're gonna lie, at least. Be slightly believable and be nice. Holy yeah. shit! No kidding. That's what was crazy. That, that's what was like so crazy to me is that he was like, just like uh, a poked bear in a corner, just like yeah. screaming and like so angry. And it was like, you're not approaching this with any sensitivity whatsoever. Right. You and are just being a fucking dick about it. And yeah. like, look. I understand if you're being falsely accused or something like that, then it would be upsetting. But I just, there's just no like, I don't know. Well, also, you think that he has like a lawyer, or someone coaching him to like, yeah, yeah, ixnay on anger a, yeah, ixnay on looking like a fucking predator a, like yeah. you. You literally look okay, like. I, let me explain the rules of Pig Latin. <laughs> well, I don't. What do you mean? I was speaking Pig Latin. I thought that was just like a fun thing to say. <laughs> but like, chill out, you know, because all he's looking. Uh, literally, the this happened with the Trump thing, with the grab by the pussy, and like all the the Me Too stuff, and like, you know, these guys being angry, and now this. It's very, very triggering to people who have been through sexual assault to have all this stuff in the main line anyways, you know? I mean, it's important for women to come out, but it's also triggering for a lot of women who've been through it, whether they've gone or came out about it or not. And so especially when you see the man accused um, acting angry and acting psycho, it's kind of like on a, a deeper level, like, scary right i think i mean i don't know i can't speak for everyone but i know that that's like i, I don't know it's just it it's not it just kind of makes it worse as far as like you know being triggered as like someone who's uh you know been a victim of sexual assault of like oh like she wanted a second front door because she's afraid of these people 
this much later and now she can watch footage of that guy that she's afraid of really mad at her. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And it's like you said, John, like he just takes, has no, has taken no responsibility for any of his behavior, whether it's the sexual uh, assaults or the, the, just the drinking. Yeah, he can't, I mean, yeah, like you, I don't know why he can't easily just admit like, yeah, everyone drinks in college. Yeah. Which is like, might make, you know, people go, well, then maybe you would have, but like rather turning around the question, what about you? What about you? It's like, what? the fuck is wrong with you it's, like it's the it's a real white it's, privilege-y it's thing and it's the same white argument almost of like well was she asking for it how much did she have to drink how much did right. you know what was she wearing like those kinds of things and his friends who say like i'd never seen him blackout drunk you don't see somebody blackout drunk they just forget the next day yeah they just are blackout drunk yeah like like it's not a, it's a thing that they that you evaluate the day after. I crab walked through a casino blackout drunk, but I've also done it kind of drunk and remembered, you know? <laughs> so How many times no have you one crab knew- walked in a casino? What? Twice. <laughs> so Apparently I'm, twice, yeah. as far as you know. Allegedly. Okay, uh, yeah. Do you want to consult have your you lawyer? Have you ever crab walked through a casino? <laughs> have you? Can have you, you Marty? Just a- answer the question, please. Yes. Okay. But one time I was blackout drunk and I was like, oh, I can't believe I did that again. <laughs> I can't believe you. What do you mean crab walk? Like you, I don't know. You you were. But the first it? time it was to make my friends laugh. I was like, right. this is a stupid way to walk through a casino. Oh oh ba- oh! You so you're uh, you're walking yeah, on like, your all fours. Oh, all four, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what crab walking is. Okay. When you're wearing a respectable pantsuit, you're able to kind of do those kinds of things as opposed <laughs> Wait, to. I, I have to take notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As opposed pantsuit, to crab walk. This okay. Is a reason, when you go out in <laughs> Vegas, you tend to like wear shorter dresses for the clubs. But sometimes, if you can really find the right pantsuit, it gives yeah. you a lot more flexibility throughout yeah. the rest of the night to do things like crab walking later when you're drunkenly getting back to your room gotcha. if, you, if you're crab walking through a casino do they give you free drinks no oh no they okay. don't they mm. either ignore you yeah mostly. or they ask you to please stop but is it wait a minute wait a minute hold on Depends i on thought i thought what happens in vegas stays in vegas well, so, I'm here to code blow the lid off of it. Oh, shit. I was the one crab walking. By the way, Darren uh, corrected me as he does. Oh, so. On the pig well. Latin, I was speaking it correctly? No, no. Oh. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> Napoleon was exiled in, in Elba. And, uh, yeah, and that's just south of Corsica. I he see. was from Corsica. Uh, he was born in Corsica. He was a Corsican gonna brother. Are you going to send him home? Send him back to his room? No, just, just close enough to, to make him really upset. Bummer. Yeah. Sorry about uh, your bad luck, Napoleon. Yeah. And then he was exiled in St. Helena. Oh, is that... In- or oh, it's the other way around. Okay. He was, he was sent to one island, then he got away. Oh. And then yeah. where did he die? He died on the other island, which I think was St. Helena, which was further away. Oh. I think... So he got out of Elba, and that's... Waterloo happened after he, he was exiled. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's wow. exactly what I'm everybody so said. I'm so glad you're wow. here. It, to, well, to I it. love Napoleon. I love I'm getting married in his house in the French Quarter. No way. Yeah. He n- he's his never house? been there. Well, they built him a house in the French Quarter. And in then New he Orleans. sold <laughs> he sold the whole thing to Jefferson. Yeah, no. He said, he, I don't like that house. I'm gonna sell the entire Louisiana purchase. He died before he got there. Oh. Yeah. Sad. But yeah. Yeah. He saw it on Instagram, so it was cool. And he was like, <laughs> Oh my god, cute. <laughs> because yeah. you can't have fireplaces in the French Quarter that work, so you put candles in there. I love that idea. <laughs> mm. Why can't you have fireplaces in the French Quarter? Because that shit's small. It's going to burn the whole fucking oh. thing down. By the way, if you smell skunk, I don't know if you guys smelled skunk when you walked It's in. not marijuana. You're smoking sick weed. Yeah. <laughs> some, some 
dope dank weed. Um, That's like really, you know, on par with this uh, network. So oh yeah, we should start yeah, talking so. about how much fucking weed we smoke. Uh, no, it's my neighbor's dog killed a skunk. Oopsies! Yeah. Oh my like god! Right what a drag. Yeah. Oh, I w- I don't I don't mind. I kind of like the smell. You, uh, okay. Yeah. You like the smell of skunk? Well, because it makes me think of growing up and. Makes you think of growing so up on the skunk farm and the skunk farm. You know, you I had a skunk a, farm. We call it a skunkery. And the and triggering cartoon character Peppy Le Pew. Yeah, don't get me started. What did, what did you What did you so raise them for? Just for you know shits and because giggles. When you did you did you take their fur and inside that was that the skunk works? Yeah, yes. It was a long way to go it, for that. Yeah, it, was it wasn't good. even really a punchline. It's more no. of a thing I said. Yeah. Okay. Well, can we edit that part out? Like, no, can we we're not editing no, on the sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. People get us raw. I so, hey, I, I have a qu- I have something to bring up oh, that go- has to do with sexual assault and movies. Okay, because this is that's I think going to be a theme is sexual assault because I have another thing. Excellent. Go I'm on. So glad go I on. Came. <laughs> yes. Uh, sexual assault power hour on Nooner. Um, so I watched the movie not by choice. I had to work on the movie. I had to do audio description for the movie. Private School from 1983 with Phoebe Cates. Which one? Private School? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And that movie was really bad. So I want to know, does every early 80s movie involving women uh, involve sexual assault and boobs and stuff? How is she assaulted in, in, in this one? Well, I mean, if you just watch the movie, you're like, oh, she wasn't assaulted. Everybody was. But oh. like that's okay. Everyone's smiling and laughing. Nobody cares. But like there's boobs everywhere, which is fine. I mean, like if the, you know, if the all the models who are attending the all girls private school want to show their boobs to steal what the other one's this? boyfriends. It's called private school. Private school? Yeah. And is so it like a softcore porny kind well, of It's like an eighties no, boob. Like eighties boob. boob teen comedy. Bo- yeah. Okay. So like back in the eighties. Like boobs were a big thing in movies because we didn't have the internet to get instant gratification. I wish people could see your hand right now. It's just, <laughs> just it's very cupping one boob. It's like a big, <laughs> solid D cup. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's our childhood that you're that you're that yeah. you're ruining. So there was a lot Sorry, of. Sorry, I no. mean, like literally, like it's teaching super bad things to men because. It's an all-girls private school, and then you've got these three little the, these three guys from the all-guys school across the way, jumping over the fence, getting on each shoulder on each other's shoulders, like one, 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 mm-hmm. and taking pictures of the girls mm-hmm. in yeah. their in the shower, yep. and all the girls like are hanging out in the in the house together, and they all wear like lingerie when they hang out. You don't? No, and oh, um, and then like, and also they're all supposed to be like. In high school, this is like a high school, and so then, um, so there's that example. It was co-written by a woman, by the way. I saw that, yeah. and I was like, Susanna O'Malley, how dare fuck you? Were, yeah, it was like a Susanna Band's name. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, which is okay. So, okay. Have you ever seen Porky's? No. Okay. Is it the same? Porky's is is the actually like the the Canadian version of private school. Well, it's the original. I think it it, it made it was it cost like uh, fifteen dollars to make, right? And it made a hundred and fifty million dollars, yeah. and and really uh, opened the door to these kinds of movies. And the central premise is like 
poke, looking through at the showers at the there's school. actually yeah and we say that like it's a like it's a plot it's actually there's no premise it's ba- and the the big marketing thing yeah, this was didn't have a plot no there's no plot it ended in a love story though somehow it was like the yeah you plot? have to have some kind of something but uh like porkies there was this big thing that, that they talked With about kim, kim cattrall started in it she mm. was in it oh really yeah so well, th- so Porky's. They said you won't believe the shower scene, and and they the poster had a picture of uh, uh, naked women in the shower, sort of in in the. You could see a silhouette. leg and an arm. It was very, but the the real thing that the hilarious thing, uh-huh. the hilarious thing about Porky's is there was a hole. The, the guys were looking at the girls in the shower, and of course, the girls are mostly. Um, washing their breasts because they're very, yeah. very dirty. Filthy, filthy breasts. Yeah. Filthy breasts. Yeah. And um, and they're looking through. And then one of the guys, uh, who I think his name was Meat. Um, and this is this is basically 1981. So about the time that all the stuff is happening with Kavanaugh, right? Totally. And so yeah. what the thing is is that he sticks his penis through the hole. Yeah. And uh, and everybody's like, wow. And then the girls see it and they run out of the shower and the old coach lady comes in and yeah, grabs the his butch penis. coach. And that's lady, the yeah. legendary he yanks it. And, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's that's the that's the shower scene that they were. talking That's about. the whole movie. And it is directed and written and directed by Bob Clark, who also did a Christmas story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, the the uh, black Christmas as well. Yeah, yeah. So he he had a wide range of uh, of genres that he he went through. It was it was just bad. I mean, they, they there were a lot of movies. They like yeah, took yeah. pictures so, of each other in the shower. There mm-hmm. was like one of them who had a dad who like came for Parents' Day and like grabbed the other one like around the waist. Like, oh my god, you're so beautiful, or like you look so great. You're always like a daughter to me. But like his hand was around her waist and he was like fondling her boob, and that was like a joke. There was another joke where Phoebe Cates was to like her friend. She was like, "Have you ever done it?" And then. She was like, well, I don't know. I mean, yes and no. And she's like, what do you mean yes and no? And she's like, well, I was really drunk, so I don't really remember. But Bubba said it was great because she's dating Bubba, who is the the worst. Bubba is the worst. And it was so bad that like near the end, I was like, is this a bit? Like, is this like supposed to be like kind of ironic and like maybe like overly rapey? to kind of make a point. No, and, no. Well, that's what I thought is I was like, there's just no way because if that's really the, the purpose, like I don't think everyone's going to get it and I'm only getting it because I'm desperately searching for a reason for this to be this bad. And there was, Oh yeah. Like Phoebe Cates was supposed to have sex with her uh, boyfriend but then she like said that she didn't feel like it anymore because she was drunk. And so then he was upset. And then she apologized to him. And I was like, what the fuck? And, but then they ended up having sex on the beach. So it was fine, I guess. There were so many montages. There was no story. So it's these movies were written and created by... Teen like, sex comedies, I think is yeah, what we used to call them. Yeah, but they were written by men, written for themselves... 20 years before, you know, like for 15 year old versions of themselves. But like, this is not teaching so, no, no, but, good but, behavior. Right. No, no. So, like, there was a movie called Zapped with uh, My brother Scott was an Bale. extra in that movie. Really? Yeah. You know, and Scott Bale develops telekinetic powers. And yeah. so, of course, he uses them to rip off clothes off of people. Like, there was always an excuse to rip off some uh, a very busty woman's, like, top in, in oh, these yeah. movies. No, they're, you know? they're the girls, yeah. And horseback uh, riding, topless. Then, 
There was an, another movie. Oh, oh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Did you see that? Uh, I have seen that. That movie is upsetting. Yes, and that in that, if you guys haven't seen it, the the hero wears a mask, posing as the the jocks. Uh, he takes the, his costume, his Darth Vader costume, and then has sex with uh, that guy's the the jocks girlfriend. And when she finds out it's actually a nerd, the sex was so good she doesn't mind that she was just raped. You know. Uh, and then there was also a genre of movies where like it was a young teenage boy and then uh, an elder person you know there was like uh, my tutor um private lessons like these sort of like the graduate the graduate Uh, what was the one with um rob lowe you know where uh, was it class ties or was that something else oh oh i don't know i I think you know what i'm talking about right kind of do yeah yeah um We'll never know. No. Well, but. none of these people went off to have successful careers, except I guess Phoebe Cates, but actually and Matthew no, Mo- because she stopped. Matthew Modine was in that movie. Who? Matthew Modine. He was. Oh, oh he was um, like Phoebe Cates' boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. It was just really upsetting and bad, and it's going on. It's going to be on Netflix, and. Oh, is that why you were doing that? Yeah, I was. Doing oh, it's just called I was doing, class. It was just called class. Yeah, class. The one. The yeah, one. I was doing the description before it goes on Netflix, and like, it just. I was like, should I like tweet at Netflix and be like, "Hey, like these movies you're putting on Wait, are like so fucked up." So we can watch it on Netflix. Then? Yeah, but but I'm also like, <laughs> hey, am we're I ending early? People, am I see fucking you up, next Tuesday? Am I fucking up people's like nostalgic? Like I can't just get mad that early 80s movies were oh, horrible and for women. And late, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like... Even the John Hughes movies, there's all sorts of, like, mention of sexual assault and sexual conquest and... Right. You know. But I'm just kind of, like... I mean, like, I can't... I don't know. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, because it's, like, I know these movies meant some stuff to some people, but, like, no one's even heard of private school. Like, do you need to put that on Netflix? Do you have to? Um... It's not enough. There's no, they don't have enough stuff to watch. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like kind of like uh, maybe look at these movies that might be a little bit troubling, and like if no one's really begging for them, like just don't put them up because it is there is no reason to watch that movie unless you want to see a bunch of boobs. And if you are dying to see a bunch of boobs because maybe you're in the age range where like you really want to see a lot of boobs, you probably don't need to be taught all these other things of like sneaking on people in the shower, getting upset with your girlfriend if she's too drunk to have sex, you know, like, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it was basically... Oh, kissing someone instead of giving them mouth-to-mouth? Yeah, yeah, it was basically, like, rapey porn for teenage boys, and... Uh, like there is they, enough they rapey even, porn that's real porn online for well, teenage but boys but online there is, yeah, but back, so why back give then them we didn't have story? that. Uh, they even cast like Sylvia Christel in My Tutor, uh, Darren pointed out, who was a, a softcore porn actress who also played uh, a teacher in uh, private school. She played... She was the sex ed teacher? I. This is the name. Oh, yeah. Ms. Copuletta. Yes, Ms. Copuletta. Uh, that's Yeah, she was the insane. sex ed teacher. Yeah, but that's what they did. They they tried to... They were catering. It was a spank bank for, for teenage boys, basically. I'm totally, but like now, 2018, when there's real porn available to everybody, if you have Netflix, you probably have porn. Do we need to be putting these movies up? Yeah, it's vintage porn. 
Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. It's just gross. But like, okay, so, so should we watch The Breakfast Club? Because there's some, like, what's his name? Uh, sexually assaults, um, what's her name? In that <laughs> Where's the sexual, you know, I don't remember guys, that. Judd, uh, uh, Judd Hirsch, Nelson. Judd Nelson. Judd Hirsch uh, took a break uh, break from Taxi yeah. to... Uh, Judd Nelson. Who's uh, getting sexually assaulted in that movie? Well, Ali uh, Sheedy uh, no. and Molly Ringwald, Molly Ringwald and when Emilio Estevez. So she, and um, who else was there? Judd Nelson oh, is... the kid. Yeah. Judd Nelson is Anthony under Michael the desk Hall. and he's like basically grabbing um, Molly Ringwald's pussy. And, you know, because she's like trying to bat him away. Oh, yeah. Remember that? So, so should we not watch that movie? Forgot about that. Yeah. No, and that's why I'm saying I can't be the person to um, say that all these movies should just go away because they happened. But I don't know. It just so, is a bummer. Well, it's, it's an interesting. Here's the, here's the thing: is it it feels like this is close enough to now where um, and the peop- basically the '80s. You look back and you go, "That's not okay." But if you go back further. You know, and you have a movie like I don't know, Gone with the Wind, or or any number of films from the the forties and fifties. I mean, I'm I, I just found out a friend of mine is the grandson of Theodore Sturgeon, who's a, um, a fish. No, he's a uh, classic age science fiction writer. Oh, so uh, I decided to start listening to a book that he wrote, and and it's really it's hard to get through the sexism in the 50s and the 40s and or earlier is just i mean especially in the 50s and 40s there was it was almost worse than reading a Alexander Dumas book because the the men f- seemed to feel like they have to establish that women are um less than than men even in you know it, th- th- these these things take place you know thousands of years in the future in space travel and the women are, g- are giggly secretaries yeah, mm-hmm. and if they get out of the line, just slap them or kiss them. Yeah, and it's 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 in. I mean, it's like Star Trek, right? Yeah. I mean, my one of my favorite uh, tropes from Star Trek or, or uh, episodes of the original Star Trek is when uh, Kirk kisses a thousand-year-old android who is very beautiful and uh, completely messes up her programming because he's so hot. <laughs> so the thing, and the thing is, is that Shatner is such a Shatner that. You believe it, even though you look at Shatner and say, well, he's chubby, he's not very tall, he's got his thinning hair, he's not a great-looking guy, and he's probably, but he just thought he was. He carries it. Yeah, yeah he carries it. But <clears throat> but that's gross, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's just, you know, from, from uh, the standpoint that you're talking about, that's gross. But you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm how so far yeah, back? It's like we have to hope that... Like I said, I'm not saying we have to we, that we should remove it all because I know that that's wrong. I'm right. just like it's just a bummer. But you're saying, hopefully, people can watch that and go, yeah, that's fucked up. No, that's not what I'm saying, but that's a good point. Because you're saying because people think, are usually able to watch the things now and go, that's racist, that's sexist. Yeah. yikes, yikes, yikes. Right, and I think that people now. I mean, you're watching it right now, watching a movie that uh, seemed perfectly fine to me. Well, talking about, I didn't see that one, but other ones, it was just like, oh, yeah, that's a little, I wouldn't behave that way, but that's, you know, that's just the way movies are. Right. That was, that was the, the dominant culture, which is, which is another reason, getting back to Kavanaugh, why his whole, like, um, revisionist history is revisionist history. There was absolutely, in 1981, there was, there was nothing wrong 
in in his mind, I'm sure, with wrestling with a girl uh, with his buddy when he was totally drunk and scaring the hell out of her. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. You know, and so and he was completely blasted, and uh, and so he uh, completely forgot it. And he should just say, "I was blasted and I forgot it. I did things." When yeah. I, I mean, and that's the, and that's and that's and I the learned defense. from them exactly. That's but the defense. Clearly, he hasn't learned. That's the thing. He hasn't right. learned exactly. From it. And, and or, I don't want that person no, in the Supreme like Court. And, and people were talking more about this. Um, I mean, I was just listening to uh, a podcast this morning where I got I, I got my call. Did you get your call from the media? The Yale call? No, but my sister was freshman roommates with one of the women who has uh, has been talking about. Oh yeah, uh, who Brett Kavanaugh? Um, uh, keep talking. Go ahead. What was your call? Well, I just got a call from NBC, and they said, "Did you know Brett Kavanaugh?" And I said, "No." That's crazy. Yeah. So, because you were at the Yale, like around the same time, all I, of you guys? I was in his graduating class. I wouldn't be surprised if every person that they could find who was in his class got a call. Wow. So, so Lynn Brooks was um, my sister's freshman roommate, and she also knew Chad Luddington, who oh yeah, who just came out with yeah, him. And, and for some reason, Chad called my sister Hank. Um, but anyhow, th- those two are, <laughs> are speaking up uh, against, or not against Brett, Brett Kavanaugh, but they just are saying that he was a, a, yeah, he was a, a drunk. belligerent drunk. You know, I mean, he was. He Is that was, true? Yeah. He was, she, yeah. Uh, so she would see him, or oh, my sister didn't know Brett. Oh, the roommate. But, but the roommate did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he was he was uh, in the Deeks, which is the, the the one fraternity that existed back then, and the Deeks played football and drank, and Brett Kavanaugh didn't play football, so he just drank. Right. And um, he drank, and the thing is that he uses <laughs> it's so funny because he uses this like. I worked my butt off, and I got good grades, and I got into Yale, and I, I, I went to Yale Law School, blah, 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 blah. Top of my class. I was at the top of my class. How could I possibly? And it's like you were 17, 18, 19 years old. You could drink until you passed out, wake up at 8 o'clock the next morning, have some scrambled eggs, and be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make your you do your uh, two-a-day you know, practices or yeah. whatever. You know? Yeah, I mean, God, I wish I felt that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, lots of people graduate college top of top of their class and still drink and socialize. Yeah. That's I mean, that's what, what you he do. did. Yeah, and he, he, people. It wasn't. It's not that. that unbelievable if he if he could, especially if he just did it. You know, if he did it twice a week, and he talks about drinking beer. Yeah. Jeez. Well, so when g- getting back to like the media thing is like, I think we can look back with with a, a sort of critical eye and say, okay, well. Uh, John Hughes captured some a lot of teen angst, but he also got a lot of things wrong in terms of sexism and racism, mm-hmm. and and now we've we've beat it, we've we've solved it now. So everything's well, perfect. This is, Good I mean, now. this is the the um, the backlash against you know the I mean, okay, let's let's basically okay. I'm the white guy here, right? I'm the white man. I'm the old you white man. You made that very clear by the way you established yourself. We know. Yourself. Exactly. Throw your dick Ex- around. All right, quiet down, you people. You. What does he when mean? I mean you people, I mean Asians and women. Okay, so quiet down. <laughs> no, the thing. The thing is, is that my I I fifty years ago when I was born uh, in 1965, which is more than fifty years ago. Nobody do the math, please. Um, Fifty-three. Fifty-three. So. Uh, is it only fifty three? It's only fifty three. And I'm not. It's my birthday's in two weeks. So fun. Oh, so fifty two. And I'm change. only fifty two. Look at these Libra babies. <laughs> so, so the point is, is that back when I was born, white men had all of the power. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the power. There was the civil rights movement was just getting started a couple of years before I was born, um, and you know, women had gotten the right to vote, and that was about it, right? We had all the power, and now we have most of the power. And some people are really upset because their lives are shit, and they think that the fact that white men um, don't have all the power is the reason. When in fact, it's because the steel manufacturing plant moved away right. 30 years ago and You're you should all steal from and China you didn't move. and you didn't move and you should learn some other skill. Right. Right. And also just, it's different. People don't like difference. Like there's a, you know, people when they're conservative, they like things the way they're meant, you know, the way they're meant to be. And well, yeah, I think here's the thing. I think that cons- being politically conservative should actually mean um, that you uh, want to uh, limit uh, the size of government, and you want to be take um, responsibility. And you want to take responsibility, and and you basically want to be like a Goldwater Republican. I guess I mean I meant like social conservative, right? But social conservative is re- reactionary. It's right. basically like any right. change is bad. Right. The thing is, is nothing, nothing more constant than change. Yeah. I mean, and and if you don't like change then you shouldn't have a cell phone. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't yeah. drive a car. Yep. You shouldn't use electricity. You shouldn't Go be talk. Amish, bruh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's stupid. Of course things change. Yeah. And 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 these people who are, I mean, it's interesting because a lot of them actually are, um, you know, wasps and they've had power forever. But, you know, people like, I, I don't know what Ted Cruz is, uh, you know, uh, nationality is, but I don't think Cruz is a English Cuban? name. Cuban? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. He's yeah. Cuban. He's Cuban? He's one of your people. Yeah, one of my people. Yeah. But the, the well, they don't do so well when it comes to politics. <laughs> right. Well, they all got here when Reagan was in charge, and yeah. so they and love him. Come Marco Rubio and Yeah, Cruz. come, yep. Well, they're, they're, yeah, I, 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 the thing that I don't understand is people uh, railing against um, immigrants when yeah. everybody... Everybody, everybody's uh, an immigrant. Even the Native Americans came over the land bridge. Yeah, that's true. So there's a book out right now called Rising Out of Hatred, Rising Out of Hatred by Eli Saslow, mm-hmm. and it's about Derek Black. And I'm, uh, so Derek Black is the his godfather is uh, David Duke, who is a KKK Grand Wizard. Mm-hmm. I never heard of him. And well, his father. I uh, was doing an impersonation of Trump. Oh, who's never right, heard right, of David right. Duke. Oh, remember? Remember yeah. that thing buried under all the other shit? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like layers and layers. Oh my god, you just it's never like, Oh yeah. I forgot I, he also know. said that. I said something stupid today yeah. yesterday that's getting a lot of press. I better say something differently stupid yeah. today. And then all of a sudden, oh you know what? Shit's okay. I I'm okay with shit. I'm just yeah. covered in I'm it. I'm covered in it. Like what are we gonna do? After a while, do? it doesn't smell bad yeah. to me. It's I like, like the smell of skunk. I like the smell of skunk. Marty. So Derek Black, he his dad founded Stormfront, which is like the this racist website on the internet. And oh, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you hang where out. Where I hang out, because yeah. I'm white. And so Derek, growing up, he would go to these speeches. He had a, a, a radio show. He would, uh, you know, he had a huge following, racist following. And uh, then he went to college, and he decided to go to a liberal arts school. He was homeschooled. So... Like, he basically had no exposure to... He had a to, radio show before he even went to college? Yeah, yeah, because he would, like, they were trying to court the youth, like, basically, you know... Racist youth. Racist youth, So yeah. it was like a... It was like a... Indoctrination His racist thing. zine. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And at school, when they found out who he was, like, 
basically there was a coordinated effort to shun him and get him kicked off campus. So, but he still continue, continued to go to school. But then two guys there, two Jewish people, uh, they invited him over for dinner. And basically he had no social life there. So he accepted. And so for two years, they basically had him over every, all the time. And then just like would play Monopoly or play it was, games. It, it was a Seder dinner. Uh, no, I don't think. Yeah, it was. was it, it was the first one? Okay. No, all of them. Wait, every week? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, Sabbath. Sabbath. Uh, sh- Sabbath, oh, yeah. Sabbath dinner. Yeah. But they wouldn't Sorry. talk, they wouldn't talk about race at all. And then eventually, and then he got a girlfriend who was also Jewish. And then they would have these long discussions. So basically through like immersion and th- these guys, like they read everything that this, that Derek Black wrote, like they researched him. They, they understood like his whole ideology before, but then wouldn't talk about it because they wanted to basically not like uh, brainwash him, but just like socialize with him. And then he eventually renounced his racist uh, upbringings. Right. And now that that book, yeah, I mean, he's he's very outspoken. Or not actually very outspoken because he's he has to hide because there have been death threats from his former racist buddies. Um but yeah, so you're familiar with it then? I heard, uh, yeah, I heard him and and his friend talk on some. I think it was uh, Fresh Air. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of uh, it's very inspiring that like okay, you can people can change, but then you look at the effort it took to make one person change. Like one, he had to be shunned by a whole society, and then two people had to like basically suck it up and spend but you'd think that we could just sit them all in front of american history x and, and then it would be over yeah and edward norton changed oh yeah in that movie That's not right. i mean i'm sure in life he's not a racist but but what were we going to say john do you, do you think that's possible to? Well, I, I think I think uh, there's there's one way of getting people to really um understand other people and it's called cities yeah yeah and so I mean, you know, I I read this uh, uh, in the the Seattle Stranger. Uh, it was got eight years ago, and so Seattle Stranger is uh, you know alternative weekly. It's pretty pretty great. Dan, so I, Dan Savage used to be the yeah uh, Dan Savage there. was uh, did his uh, column there, and there was some. I, I was there when it started, um, and it was oh you worked there? No, I was in Seattle when it first came out. Oh okay, and it was four pages long. Um, anyway, they they um. They uh, basically said, and uh, the reason I'm mentioning all that about the the stranger is that I'm not sure that this is true because <laughs> I don't ha- I don't have I have it that uh, you know alternative weeklies might not actually do a lot of fact checking, but basically every county that has over a hundred thousand people in it voted Democrat and has for years. Well, I mean, even in Texas, yeah. I mean, basically, if you have a population density where you kind of are forced to deal with people of different uh, ethnicities and cultures and ideas that you uh, become more uh, understanding and liberal and less conservative, I think, is really the key. Yeah, but the problem Unless is... Unless it's like a big church town. No, but even... even No, I mean, just, the, just statistically, according to this article, oh, okay. every county over 100,000, some of them may, might have been like 51 or 52%, but people voted... Democrat in the the presidential election with uh, Barack Obama versus Romney. That's what it was. So yeah. It was, 
And then, but the electoral college favors mm-hmm. rural areas right. more than like so urban areas. Which is so stupid because so, it's like... Wh- yeah, it makes the bar that much higher. Can't let to- these motherfuckers decide for the rest of us because they don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But true. I think the point you're making is that by being around people who are different from you, mm-hmm. you're forced to interact with them and, and accept their, their values. And, yeah. uh, I'm sorry for calling farm people motherfuckers who don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't think that's fair. I think that you I should say that people who don't know what's going on are motherfuckers. Yeah. What do you mean? Ignorance. It's they're not all farm people. Some farm. No, they're people. not farm people. I mean, yeah, because there's some farm people who are like woke as hell. Yeah. And chose to be farm people. Yeah, I they're they're stupid, but um, I don't think that they should be called motherfuckers. Yeah, but there's it's a <sighs> it's a growing trend though. People are moving to cities more. You know, cities are just growing. That's yeah. the way it is. Farming is becoming more industrialized and roboticized, so we're, we're, it's it's going to just by nature just. I read that it's going to reach a tipping point. I guess I read in a book called "The End of White Christian America" that there's some democratic strategies that it's just like literally let's just fucking if we leave these guys behind, we'll probably be fine. Like, yeah, in referring the long to like a lot of like the rural like south and like racist people who are still racist and stuff it's like if we just focus our attention on literally everywhere that isn't like that mm-hmm. we'll, we can probably just unfortunately it sounds like hillary clinton's campaign manager read that book and said let's do that now let's just ignore all of these opportunities yeah. well but she now. they also ignored people who were they just thought they had in the bag right that's true that's true, but it's like all- it, it, she probably could have just ignored the shit out of the South if she would have spent more time up in the Midwest and all these, yes, like. Hey, John, are you an H.P. Lovecraft fan? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, his writing is uh wonderfully over the top, um, but um, and and you know, he, but he influenced like all like Stephen King and and Clive Barker, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he had some. He had some really, really super creepy ideas. The actual, I mean, love. Why? Oh, because I feel like I'm being led into something. Oh no, no. Oh, I, do you like Lovecraft? Do you like Lovecraft? Well, then that makes you a racist. I bet you like Lovecraft. Yeah, because he had all these racist essays that in poems oh, that he yeah. wrote. And so, getting back to the, that, what you're talking about before, like we can draw a lot of great stuff from that, but like we also have to acknowledge. Yeah, I mean, Private School inspired me to write three movies. Oh. Really? <laughs> Um, did you did you see uh, eighth grade? Not yet. Okay, you should see it. It's really great. You, I did you seen see a it? new movie? Yes, I saw it. Thank and you, Movie Pass. I would not have gone if it wasn't for Movie Pass. Yeah. And I, it's amazing. Did you take Yogi? Uh, I would, think so. I don't remember. Uh, did Yogi see it? Or I, I don't remember if he saw it. That's your son, you know. He might have been with us or not. You're responsible. For I'm him. not sure. Um, He's 17. I'm barely responsible no, for. That's him. true. Uh, but there's a, a writer, Victor Laval, who's black, and he wrote a, a book called um, The Ballad of Black Tom. And it was inspired by Lovecraft, but he also like takes him to task a bit, you know, or just by having a black protagonist and have a, a black perspective. So, so I guess it's good that, like, maybe not private school, but that we acknowledge that racism exists and don't, like, whitewash it. Or yeah. blackwash it, or however you want it. The thing it. about the thing about Lovecraft that I I I read a little bit of Lovecraft. He was nuts and had certain weird opinions, and they they're just all out there. There's no self consciousness of his self. 
There's mm-hmm. no self-consciousness. It's just like, I I have this thing where I have this weird idea of, of squiggly aliens in my head. I'm just going to write it down, but I'm going to use really nice language yeah. to so that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty good I'm a genius. writer. Yeah. But, but like, you know, so I mean, you can't you, visualize it. You know, if you like, read any um, of the original Conan the Barbarian stories, Robert E. Howard, I mean, it's these guys were they were writing softcore porn uh-huh. with um, elements of uh, bondage and and uh, I think they're uh, all S&M. on amphetamine, uh, amphetamines because they were getting paid by the, the word, you know, they're just like that, trying to churn them out. Oh, yeah. That's why it's it's very flowery. It's very and, and uh, even. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, too. I'm yeah. a big fan of his. And his, I mean, the, the women are completely helpless and they're described, they're, basically it's, you know, they just wish that they could be raped by somebody. Well, Ty- Tyson <laughs> asks the question, is sexual conquest itself a problematic idea? Yes. Because you wouldn't know it from all the mainstream movies about it involving it. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. That, that's well, you know, we're talking about uh, we're going to go, uh, I'm going to class and teaching, we're going to sh- see The Big Sick. Uh-huh. That's oh, that's decided, your one today? I decided to watch The Big Sick. We're going to watch The Big Sick. So, I actually watched it a couple times, and do you remember, did you see that movie? I did. Well, the, the one Kumail of the- Kumail Ma- Nanjani movie. A what? The Kumail Nanjani? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that's his name. Uh, and uh, Emily Gordon. Emily, yes. Emily Gordon, well, and yeah, Emily Gordon is his wife, and- Zoe Kazan is uh, plays Emily. The thing is, is that did you see it? I haven't seen it, but everyone loves it. I just I haven't watched it because I just it's going to be too emotional. I don't want to deal with it. Okay. I ran but away you, from emotions. But can we can we do you mind if we spoil it a little bit? Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, he lies like a rug. Like everybody, everybody in the movie lies to each other. Right. It's it takes place in uh, stand up, and everybody's saying, "God, that guy sucks." Oh, you're a great job. Yeah. And people. Uh, Isn't uh. Ray Romano in that? Ray Romano's Ray in Romano. it. Ray Romano. And, and uh, at one point, hey, Holly, my Hunter, daughter alone. Holly Hunter plays his, his, uh, his wife, and she says, yeah, Terry Terry can't tell a joke to save his life, which I thought what was like- What are you talking about? I know. Ray Romano, like, Ray Romano. Everything he says is hilarious. Yeah. Um, He's great in it, by the way. Everybody is Quit really good, but it's, it's interesting because uh, uh, Kamau doesn't- um, Kumail. Kumail doesn't- uh-huh. um, uh, what he does is he lies. Right. He lies to uh, Emily. He lies yeah. to his family. Yeah. And he lies. He just lies to everybody all the time. Right. And uh, you know, spoiler alert: they end up together. The uh, husband sure. and wife who. Um, yeah, that, wrote that's it. really not a spoiler, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but when you really sort of analyze it, it's you kind of go, that's really not maybe a good idea. Although you know, romance is romance. You can't really understand why people are attracted to each other. And he apologizes quite a bit. But at the same time, it's really clear in the first and second part of the movie that he has a problem telling the truth. And he's just grown up like lying. He, he lies to his parents about praying. He lies to his parents about whether he's interested in having a um, arranged marriage. But isn't that the, the moral of the story? Is that lying gets you in trouble? Yeah. It, it, but the interesting thing is that... Uh, it's that when he tells the truth is when he gets in trouble. Well, because he has to, but that's when he's culpable for all his yeah his lies. That's why Brett Kavanaugh continues to lie because mm. he doesn't want to face, face that moment face of, consequences. of anger, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because that's a, that's a really good point because you, when you when you lie and you tell the truth, there are consequences, but it's much better than the situation beforehand, which was just full. I mean, it's just you're just a wash in bullshit. Yeah. 
and you're and you're living your life as a lie. It's not like I'm talking from uh, experience. Did the lights just go out, or am I having it, a stroke? They Ooh. dimmed. Yeah, it was uh, probably because we weren't moving. You know, they dim when they react to movement. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Okay. All right. I mean, right. I can. Still, it's still very bright in here. Yeah. You got this great big window. Yeah. A lot of natural light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a picture of Bigfoot? That's a picture of Bigfoot. Th- that's good for the podcast, by the way. It's the top <laughs> of the hour, and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Radio Network. Fuck. Uh, uh, just a little, little slow on that. That's all right. Um, yeah, and you, I like that you spoke slowly as you did it. Like not as slow as I sometimes do, because I really thought you'd be on it. So, um, did you watching it multiple times make you like it more? No. You liked it less? Mm, no. Did you cry? I I don't know. I I cry all the time. I'm yeah. I'm I'm about, I'm on the verge of tears right now. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> Always. You're being hysterical. Yeah. I uh, yeah I, I probably did cry. Uh, but I, I it's it's good. It's I know, interesting. That's why I said it to him. You know, what kind of ruined it for me was I I uh, was looking. I'm trying to teach a class on comedy and i i wanted to point out to them that it's mostly shot in uh medium two shot medium shot or or close up it doesn't go all, all the way into a really close extreme close up um because it's not that intimate and and uh then i saw then i saw this so i was looking for some sort of backup information articles on the on the internet um and i came across this video of truth that was i don't remember who made it but they just basically pointed out that Judd Apatow and this kind of movie have kind of made comedy making in a, in a, in America kind of boring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think that's true? They're fucking long, and well, they and, are long, and, and there's, it's, there's so much improv- improvisation. Yeah. And yeah, so, so it's just like locking off the camera, and then go go go. Give me right. thirty. Give me. Right. I think it's like I think that I don't know. They're starting to realize though that that kind of stuff isn't. Well, I hope so. Well, the thing that this little 10 minute video makes an incredibly good case that um, you should just not watch anything except uh, the comedies of Edgar Edgar Wright. Wright. Yeah. So this is, I think. think (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everyone loves this video. Yeah. 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 It's a a pretty, it's a pretty uh, famous one. I think it's nerd, nerd writer, I think. Something like that. Yeah. 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 But they talk about the, it's with the transitions and all this kind of stuff. And And you're actually moving for the sake of story. Right. Yeah. And setting things up. For visual gags, it's as a shame because there are a lot of hilarious improvisers out there, but it's just too much now. It's overdone. Yeah. I think actually that that's why um, Kevin Hart and people who are not really like straight up improvisers, like maybe why their comedies are are doing better than like a Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler kind of movie now. Uh-huh. Wait, before uh, before Darren can correct me, it was every frame a, a painting. Every frame a painting. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Great series. Uh, granted, like Edgar Wright's not directing a Kevin Hart movie, but like I do think that the days of a long, improv, uh, or seemingly improv comedy are um, kaput because people just don't it's just, yeah i mean you, you watch it once and it's funny and then you don't ever watch it again and there's no mm, real yeah. substance to it and there's a reason why like will ferrell hasn't made a, a like a memorable movie i'm sure they've been very funny but like not as memorable as the first ones you know well, yeah because it's just the, the same thing over and over again mm. uh, but we'll see with uh what watson and holmes or whatever 
Mm. Like him and I guess is the sisters brothers is is that a comedy? I can't tell. I've I've seen it's it's really great. Which one? The Sisters Brothers. The movie came out like this week. Sisters with uh, John C. Riley. That's why I mentioned John oh, C. Riley and because oh. uh, so, he's he's in everything. He's I think he's in Holmes and Watson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and I, you can't really tell. Uh, the reviews are fantastic, but it's sort of like is this a it's a western? Yeah, with Jake J- Gyllenhaal and or and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. God, I've never even fucking heard of this movie. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is that this movie might come and go, but it's got eighty-two percent. And Riz, yeah. Riz Ahmed, who's great. God, thing- I need to get. Oh my god, I love Riz Ahmed. I love him. Yeah. That was a little scary. Um, so I fucking love him. <laughs> I can't get over how much I love him. Listen, uh, it's not very ladylike for you to be so self-expressed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh um, my god, I'm getting hysterical over an all-male hysterical cast. Hysterical with and her shrill. But I fucking love him. <laughs> That's the thing about um, the Big Sick is it's a nice love story, right? But there's no, there's very little actual comedy. And in fact, most of the comic lines come from Kamel, and he he says them as if he he's a stand up and he can't quite help himself from saying the embarrassing right. in in uh, inappropriate thing. Right. Um. And uh, and he's very he's very apologetic for almost everything he says. Right. And but people, he can't not yeah, say it. And people like, say what? He says no, nothing. <laughs> we hate terrorists. Um. You know things like that. It's yeah. just there's a lot of really funny funny things in there like that, but. Look, I'm laughing. It's a, it's a good it, movie. It, see, it feels like I mean the the uh, to me the Ghostbusters movie, the new one. Mm-hmm. Like I I was like, wait, they forgot to write any jokes. I didn't yeah. remember. Well, women aren't that funny, but <laughs> I was re- you know that scene from America's Next Top Model that uh, when what the, the, so there's a scene in America's Next Top Model. It's all over the internet all the time. Oh. This is a meme. Um and because this one model was acting like a bitch and for Ty to Tyra and Tyra was like I was rooting for you we were all rooting for you so it's a meme so anyways I felt like Tyra Banks in that meme when I watched yeah. the Ghostbusters movie I was yeah. like I was fucking rooting for you yeah. but yeah. then I was also thought about it and I'm like I don't even think I really like Ghostbusters in general so I don't know why I was expecting to you know like the new one but I wanted to. Chris Hemsworth was funny. Right. Guy. He was. He was funny. <laughs> You're welcome, ladies. The well, guy was funny. He was Australian, though. That's yeah. why. Yeah. He's got a funny accent. No, but mm-hmm. it, it was, I mean, they had the funniest women like uh, who have ever walked the face of the planet, and they didn't give them anything funny to say. No, you're right. You're right. It Which was is... a little bit of a power struggle. I think that was maybe a mistake, putting uh, all the funniest women on the planet really? in one movie together, because then no one got to be the star of the funny show, you know? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I just remember watching it and being like, no one gets to be the funniest person in this movie. So in turn, no one gets to be very funny in this movie, you know? Yeah, like, maybe. That, that, that doesn't seem very, you know, female energy kind of uh, I don't think that that's their fault. I, yeah. I'm not saying that like Kristen Wiig was like, you need to cut Melissa's fucking jokes. I don't think that that was what was happening. I just think that, that maybe was one of the downfalls. And I don't know who's who to point the finger at. Because, I mean, there's also, you know, Bridesmaids. There's a ton of funny women in that one. Yeah. And that was a fucking classic. Yeah. But yeah. 
but you know i don't know i just didn't that i thought that maybe that was one of the problems with the ghostbusters movie well it's funny because one of the my favorite lines of all time in all movies was almost certainly improvised and that was in the original ghostbusters and it's in the same there's two two things reasons <laughs> <laughs> everything's going to hell, cats, dogs, sleeping together. And it's, it's all because of Dickless here. Is that true? Yes. This, this man, man has, has no, no dick. dick. I mean, that's... It's great. Great. Solid. It's worth watching the entire dumb movie for. I was dating a guy uh, who... A Dickless uh, guy? Yeah. Who's... Yeah. Who's <laughs> Ghostbusters... <laughs> Ghostbusters was his favorite movie. And um, I fell asleep the first time I watched it. And... That was uh, it? Well, and he was... But he was just like, yeah... We'll have to watch it again. And I was like, why? And I, I was like, he's like, because you fell asleep. I was like, what do you mean? I didn't fall asleep. He's like, no, I know you fell asleep because you weren't laughing. <laughs> so I watched it again. And well, I was which like, movie? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, the original. And I was literally like looking and I was like, just not laughing. It's, it's not. There there are a couple. That's a great line, but it's not. A, I don't love it. I do like to quote it, though, for some reason. But that's weird. You just like the quote of that of context? Yeah. Yes, it's true. This man I think no when dick. people say, like, they go, like, uh, you know, like, there is no soup or something. I go, there's only Zool. Like, you know, I just kind of like to finish. There is oh, no Dana, only Zool. It's stupid. No one ever gets it when I say it. When I say only Zool, and then I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, of course. Um, Caddyshack. How about that? Caddyshack. Does that hold up? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. In fact, Caddyshack is is talking about uh, you know teen sex comedies. Yeah. Caddyshack really has. Um, I mean, I I love the relationship of the uh, uh, the main two people who I don't even know who they are. Yeah, but, but Ted Ted White, Ted uh, Knight, Ted Knight, Ted Knight, uh, and everybody. It's just hilarious. Yeah, even Chevy Chase is good in that. Yeah, uh, that's a, a good one. I hope they don't make remake that one. God, I hope not. Um, so no one will. Uh, speaking, g- getting back to sexual assault, Louis C.K. performed at the Comedy Cellar again this weekend. Really? Yeah. And I believe he got. Um, he was very well received. There's different. There's some re- uh, differing reports. Uh, some say nobody, everybody stayed, and another that said two uh, women left during the show. Uh, he made reference to being um, out of the public eye for a long time, and then, but made no mention of his crimes um, that he, or social crimes, I guess. Aziz Ansari is doing a lot of that too, although I w- wouldn't compare Louis C.K. to Z- Aziz Ansari in the, ki- in the sense of what happened, uh, but Aziz Ansari is finally back and like posting on Instagram and like he's just not saying a word about anything. Uh, yeah i mean i wouldn't compare them i'm yeah. just saying that th- that is also happening like there's also there's a couple people who are just kind of so how do you feel about aziz doing that uh i don't i i don't know i don't really care i it's a bummer i would have i would have th- thought that maybe he would want to say something about it but at the same time maybe he's also like just kind of realizing that he should just like shut up about it and just like kind of I mean it's different there because he went out on a date I really yeah I mean I have a little bit of that's a private thing I got some uh, I got some qualms with that whole thing in general yeah but um, which is why I think I feel like he might want to say something but at the same time again maybe he's just being respectful to the girl and her experience with him and just 
staying in his lane and not saying a word about it and just seeing what happens. Um, Louis C.K., of all people, I feel like would be the guy to... Talk about the elephant in the room? To he's, talk that's, about it, that's, yeah. He's the elephant talker. I mean, That's why I was like the whole time when this... Like before it all came out and there was just rumors flying around comedy circles for fucking years about uh-huh. it, I was always under the impression of like... I mean, I always knew it was true. I, I mean, I didn't know. It didn't happen to me, but I fucking... I, I knew it was true. Uh, and... I was always wondering, I'm like, why the fuck isn't he saying something about this or stopping? But like, you know, it's, it seems like something that he would. Well, his response up. was to deny, deny, deny until he didn't. He, oh yeah. Deny, deny. And then he released his big press statement. Yeah. Where, which was like not the best apology ever. And then it, it's fuck a, off and then come back. Yeah. It's hard. Are you a Louis CK fan? I was. Yeah, I am. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just hard to, to appreciate his comedy when he won't talk if he doesn't talk about it because he's a guy who talks about you know he talks about everything his poop or whatever you know just every he says the n-word on stage every like dark secret he he like becomes fodder for his comedy and then it's just weird that he wouldn't talk about that it is weird yeah so uh, yeah I, I mean i guess he has the right to to jump on stage and we have the right not to watch him yes mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll i'll hold off i guess I mean, it's not like he's trying to like re-release that creepy ass fucking Woody Allen movie that he wrote or that he made. Yeah, um, with Chloe, Chloe Moretz. Moretz and John Malkovich, right? Uh, yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's creepy. Hella but, creepy. Yeah, it never came out. No, no, the dis- it, that's not up to him. I think that was a distributor's choice. I didn't even know about. No, that. I so, know that wasn't up to him. Yeah, so he directed, wrote, and directed this movie with Chloe Grace Moretz and. Uh, and John yeah, where they they are, um, it's like a some sort of weird like Lolita thing. kind of fucking Chloe, uh, Chloe and and John Malkovich uh, have a relationship. Yeah, Malkovich, and, yeah, right, and uh, then uh, shut up. And then Louis C.K. is Chloe's dad, and kind of was like, ah, this is weird. And that is weird. It's That's called "I Love You, creepy. Daddy." Yeah, yeah, and uh, 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 but it's like it's and it's like. Very like Woody Allen esque, like it's it, like a very think it's challenging to the audience, but also very funny. Like his comedy, you know, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some people liked it. Some. Well, it got in a couple of film festivals and played before all of the shit hit the fan, so it never got a wide release, though. Pretty much, right, right. Right. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, they, it got reviewed, but then I think it got pulled at the last second. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I wasn't gonna see it, but and. Poor Chloe Grace Moretz. She she has distanced herself from from the movie. Sure. Yeah. Poor her. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think you 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 put a lot of trust in in someone like like who's been hailed as a comedic genius. Mm-hmm. And you, you sort of go with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, prior if you, if you don't know what was going on, and Louis C.K. asks you to be in this movie that's going to be really like kind of like fuck with people, mm-hmm. you're you would do it. Yeah. Um. Especially if you got famous uh, by killing lots and lots of people as a twelve-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's you know, I don't know how that's related, but what? Chloe uh, was in uh, Kickass. Kick-Ass. Oh, Kick-Ass. Yes. Yeah, she's been acting forever, though. Yeah, yeah, I like her forever. Um, 
shoot, what was I going to talk about? Oh, there was that. Do you remember that Gerard Depardieu movie? Yeah. Uh, with uh, the knocked up woman. Uh, yeah. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Heigl. Uh, where people fucking hate her. Yeah. You hate her or people? Oh, people do hate her. Yeah. I've never met her, but apparently she sleeps. It was called My Father the Hero from mm-hmm. 1994, mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, a teenage girl. Oh, so yeah, a teenage girl is trying to pr- uh, impress a boy, so she says that her father is her boyfriend. Her, Ew. Yeah. Like, who came up with that idea? And who agreed that, oh, yeah, that's a very interesting idea that we should explore? That wasn't even the 80s. That was 94. So, like, there's no excuse. There's no 80s excuse to hide behind. You can't uh, just hide behind the veil of the 80s. Damn it. Why are you doing that? MTV. Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, MTV in the 80s. It is crazy just how, how many insane movies are... Like get made that get greenlit that people give millions of dollars to thinking that that's a good idea. Uh, you know what comes to mind immediately is the Great Wall. <laughs> oh well, that was yeah so that that was the Matt Damon movie. Whoops. Yes, I saw it. Was it good? Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh, Matt Damon. Well, when I'm will sh- you ever learn? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sure he made a good, a pretty <laughs> I penny. Was thinking, I was thinking that the yeah, conversation was like uh, Matt Damon's like. Uh, what, what, why, why, why am I here? You said you wanted to do more like, you know, action things like, like, uh, what's his face? Like your friend. It's like, but with a ponytail. (laughs) Really? Uh, but then he's, they're like, this is all the Chinese dollars you'll be making. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Matt Damon makes me think of Ben Affleck, which makes me think of Batman. And so to veer the conversation this way, uh, For anyone who's still possibly listening after an hour of sexual assault talk. Um, power hour. There, Yeah, it was power hour. Um, there's a comic book now where Batman's penis is in it. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, we can talk more about it if you want. I saw it. You did? We were I talking about how nobody could see it. It was like a special thing that you nobody could find and oh, no bullshit. no no i i had it, it. i we, we talked yeah i know but it was it there was a oh we're gonna show it to me yeah yeah awesome. i've always i've been longing to see batman's penis my whole it's entire life in the shadows but you can see it it's in there. the shadows yeah like you can kind of see the outline of it oh my god that's much more uh graphic than i uh i thought that's so definitely not like a it's kind of like ben affleck's penis and gone girl like if you look for it it's fucking there if you want to find dick you can find it yeah that's the why is he taking off his clothes so it's hard to know what was happening in the scene before. When they're going to cast the new Batman, are they going to be like, "We got to see your dick." John Ham, John Ham, John Ham. If your dick goes the oh, way that the comic book dick, I think he goes. wants to do it. Oh, that'd be good. John Ham is is a delight. I've never met him, but he just seems like a you delight. You just know. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah, was he a delight? He was. Yeah, was he oh, handsome God, and charming? He was. He was We're, handsome and charming and very, very, very good actor. He yeah. was. Uh, he did some stuff at Sacred Fools. Really? He was in Time in of Athens. He was in Timon? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bruno Bruno uh, did a, a stint on um, Mad Men. Mad Men, right. And, uh, and met John, and, and, and John said, oh, hey, Bruno, how's... Uh? And he mentioned, you know, there are four people, and, and they all died. So Sacred Fools, for everyone who didn't know, is the, the theater that John started, John Sylvain. Yeah. Oh, tight. Yeah. yeah. I worked at Coffee Bean with a guy who, like, was, like, hanging out there a lot Wait. because he wanted to be part of it. Who? Colin. Which four people did he mention? The lead of Timon of Athens, who unfortunately his name I don't remember, who um, 
died. Um, he died. Uh, he died in a way that I don't want to mention because he died. Um, and then Aldrich and um, Bill Garrity and uh, Danielle. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, those are all people that I knew. Uh, great. D- these great. are people who died. Died. These are people who died. Died. All. All your friends. Mm-hmm. They died. Yeah, and so th- th- Bruno tells the story of uh, John Ham saying, "Hey, how's uh, how how are things? Great. How's uh, how's Aldrich? Oh, he's dead. How's Danielle? Oh, he's, she's dead. Oh, 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 okay. And then he had to go and do a scene where he was happy. Yeah. So Bill was the uh, he produced it. time and and it was Michael Loudon. I forgot. Michael Loudon. Yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, wow, that was a really bad time at Ticker Fools. Well, th- they didn't die during the production. I know, but but uh, yeah, there were a lot of within people within a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, happy times, everybody! Welcome to the so Smarto this is the Internet comedy uh, podcast. podcast where we talk about sexual assault and death. Oh, and Jill Bennett was in that. Who? Was, yeah. Uh, what? She's what? still alive. Yeah, but what? What? Wasn't she on a Star Trek thing or something like that? A Star Trek thing? Wasn't she in, in some TV show or something? Anyway. She's a she's a, a she's like a, a superstar in the lesbian community. Right. But Sick. She, yeah. Uh, uh, John Hamm is Flavius. That is crazy. That is so funny. Oh, I told uh, you that story about Shelley. Uh, Shelley. So Shelley was in this play. <laughs> she was in this play, and uh, I was just talking to Lauren Rubin, who directed it. And after the production of the play, which uh, she went to, to this bar, and she was very nervous about the play, so she started drinking, and she got drunk. And so I went and got her. It was across from the Embassy Hotel. Your wife. Your My wife. And um, and John Hamm was there. And John Hamm, uh, at that point, wasn't famous, uh, but he was in Time, and, and then he and he did a few things uh, in um, Crime Scene. Uh-huh. And Shelley, Shelley did that thing. She said, here's... You're such a good actor. You're so no 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 no. You're really a good actor. So good. No no. I'm not. It's not that I'm drunk that I'm saying this. It's I'm saying this because I'm drunk that I'm drunk. It was. I love bringing it up to her every time we see John. That is really funny. I think she doesn't quite remember it. I think she might have actually. She was. Was she blackout drunk? She might have. Have you ever been? Have you ever been blackout drunk? Oh yes. Oh. Well, that was easy. People see, get blackout drunk. See, Brett, that's all you got to do. Uh, that is, and I've I've done many things that I regret when I was drunk. That's one of the reasons I don't drink anymore. Yeah, I got naked on the Sacred Fool stage when drunk. Oh, yeah. That those were the good old days. Um, was that in, in Catching Hell or was it no? It was during a party. It's during a party, and I think uh, David Holcomb stripped me down and. That was who lives in the neighborhood, by the way. Oh, he does. But these are really good, good people. Where you don't know about. But, yep. Um, let's talk so, about some more unfamous people. Yeah. Let's. I don't know anybody either, listeners. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so it's gone from depressing to boring. No, but no. very. So, who would you want to see as Batman in the next movie besides well, John Hamm? Oh, besides, well, see, I don't think. It, do you think Elba. John Hamm would 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 be a good? Uh, would he be good? He wants to. Yeah. John Hamm. Yeah. I think John Hamm is pretty good in almost everything he's in. Yeah. And the thing is, is definitely it, more popular than Ben Affleck. Yeah, I guess. I'd love to see John Hamm do a, you know, a fifteen-minute CrossFit scene like Ben Affleck did. Oh. In Batman. Really? What, what the? Why are they gonna? I, I mean, because nobody wants re- to see Ben Affleck's stupid dragon tattoo on his back. Everyone fucking hates Ben Affleck. Yeah. So they're gonna replace Ben Affleck yeah. after they've they've invested all this. Dumb time. They do it all the time. They did it for the first Batman, you know. 
in 88, whatever. Plus, I know, but now ben they have Affleck this universe. Has, they've got all this like footage of Ben Affleck like on MTV, like fucking sexually, hara- harassing. Har- sexually harassing VJs. Yeah. They ben still Affleck have VJs? nasty. No, this is from before. Oh, yeah. He's nasty. Him uh, and his brother are both nasty. Hey, tweet in what, who you would want to see besides John Hamm. Or if you want to see John Hamm, just say John Hamm. But Matt Reeves is uh, directing a new Batman project. And uh, and so it could be anybody. Does anybody want to see Aquaman? Nope. No. Uh, nope. I mean, I okay. probably will, but mm-hmm. like... Oh. It would have to be really good. Well, James Wan directed it, so I got to support my Asian brother. Uh, he's your brother? Are Asian you guys all brother. related? Yeah, we are. God, that's true. That's amazing. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. I, I'll like probably... a billion of you. Everyone's going to see it. Really? Aquaman? Yeah. People see those movies. I guess so. And Jason Momoa. Uh, Mo- Momoa. J- Momoa. Momoa. He was the best thing about uh, that Justice League movie. Oh. Uh, what do you mean? Meh. I didn't find his whole like u- uber masculine thing very entertaining. Although there was the scene later where he started like admitting his truth about being scared and stuff like that because Wonder Woman made him. But... I mean, he is uber masculine. I know he is, but I don't know. I just find like uber masculine stuff to be so boring now. Well, nothing says that makes Chris- you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, wow, John. <laughs> I look at you in a different light now. Uh, I'm not. I'm not uber masculine. Nothing says Christmas more than Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I guess I don't care who plays Batman. Uh, we've had a, we had a, that good handful of Batman movies. Who is the best so far? Uh, uh, what's his face? No, yeah, Clooney. Yep, Clooney. Clooney. Nipply to Clooney. Uh, what's his face? Christian Bale. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, right. yeah I guess that that makes sense. Definitely. But Michael Keaton was good. I, yeah. Stay tuned, <laughs> listeners, for when we have our Batman podcast. Yeah, it's just regular man on Batman. Regular man on Batman. Well, because it hot hot man on Batman sex. No, no, because it was fat man on Batman. That that's the other podcast that. Oh. That is on the network. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Tyson says that he'll be Batman. Oh, Tyson, you'd be a great Batman. Yeah. Except with your ticks and saying hello all the time. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, would, I would pay money for that. Uh, How much? Don't ask on the air. I'll buy that for a dollar. The Name the movie. Robocop. Very good. Um, oh, oh, my God. Shoot. They should have a black Batman. I was just said, I said it, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I didn't say it very loud because I was afraid I was going to mispronounce his name and sure, sure, and sure. Marty was going to, you know, Fucking correct call me you again. to task. Did you like the Last Jedi? Elba would be a great one. The who? Yes, he would. I mean, he'd be great. He's great in everything. You see, he was even great in what the Dark Mahershala? Tower. What about Mahershala? I don't you think he's big enough to be Batman. Who? I think he'd make a better villain. I do too. Yeah. Yes, who? I would like watch it. Mahershala Ali. I'd I'd oh. say his name if I could pronounce it. I don't know who that is. The guy who was he was, was in, in everything and, for a couple um, years. Like, he won an Oscar for Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, I didn't see Moonlight. He was in House of Cards. I never saw House of Cards. He was in. Um, um, let's talk about more things I didn't see. Uh, no, you had to name? have seen something. He was in everything. Oh, he was in Power Man. Uh, Luke right. Cage. No, didn't see that. So what's wrong with you? There was what a, do you see? He's literally who in are everything. You? Uh, he was in Hidden Figures. You don't know who didn't he is. See that. What? No. You didn't see Hidden Figures. No. All right, we have to stop and watch Hidden oh, Figures geez. now. Do you not like black people? Is that what it is? 
that's uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! 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 Because see, you're Asian, and yeah. so I only Asians, see Asian all movies. Asians hate black people. Yeah. You don't recognize this guy? Nope. Are you fucking really? serious? Uh, yeah. He's a good-looking fella. You should start watching his movies because he's awesome. Yeah, he's very, very. You didn't good. see Moonlight? No, I saw the one. The, the no, isn't there a new one coming out? I hope it's uh, Starlight. A new, a new one. Uh, a new uh, Barry Jenkins movie. Yeah, a new yeah, Barry. there what's is. It, what's it called? I forget. I, oh, it's gonna be good though. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. Is it called The Green Room? No, that that was uh, already came out. That was a different movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called If. Beale Street could talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard that's very good. Yeah, okay. I'll see that. Is he in that one? Uh, I don't know. No, he's not. So um, the Annenberg School of Communication, they did uh, an investigation and found that 50% of um, of the hate that was being spewed on the internet about the The Last Jedi was... Uh, either Russian hackers. Russian hackers. Was it really? Yeah. L O L. Stay the fuck out of it, Russia. But look at what they did, though. They created discord in in our society. These dumb motherfuckers. Stay out of it. It's Leave so, us alone. Or ignore the internet. You know, don't engage with the the trolls. Some people can't ignore the internet, Marty. Some people physically can't. I know. I like can't. you. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, last, the last. Are you Jedi. kidding? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I thought the last Jedi oh. was two, uh, two movies that, uh, and I, I thought they were both okay. Yeah, but yeah. it was way too long, and ended like four times. My fucking brain is exploding right now. Yeah, why? Isn't that These insane? Fucking Russians. Oh yeah. Go away. How do they always know what's going to? But cause the problems? thing is, it worked because if it works, so they have the times they've done it, they've they've been. They've been Why are they trying to make this. us so racist? Because it, it creates discord. It makes us look bad. We're, they're trying to dethrone us as a, a world superpower. But they are awful. They can't handle it. They well, can't handle pe- being the, the, the boss? Yeah. 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 But they, they just don't want us to be the boss. So who do you think would be, make a better... Who would you rather work for, Putin or Trump, if you had to choose? If I had to choose? Yes, you do. Actually, you do have to choose. Oh, shit. And, I guess and Trump actually Trump. works for... Tru- oh, really? Yeah. I prefer Trump over Putin, I think. Well, because he wouldn't kill you. Trump Who wouldn't, wouldn't kill uh, me? Trump. Trump wouldn't? No. No, he would just make me Why not? shit. Because th- there's not uh, a, an established behavior. that. Oh, so you're thinking he's, he's he, uh, as opposed to Putin, who will kill anybody? Yeah. 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 That's true. Okay. Yeah. You um, know who needs to be the new superpower? Sexy Canada. Mm. No. Yeah. Mm, yes. I, I went there last week. Get it that Trudeau. I agree. I ate lots of poutine. You would. Uh, sorry. You love Can it. Can you say that on the radio? Um, I just did. Wow. Got some sweet, sweet poutine. Uh, Is that weird? Yeah, that That's was bad. really very hey, strange. Hey, congratulations, Tyson. What? A f- a he got cast as Batman. A formal announcement in, his, in order. I'll be starting my role as Dadman in January of 2019. Hey. Like the news with you nice folks. That is fantastic. Felicidades. Yeah. That's You're going to have a baby. A baby. A baby. And Jalen likes the idea of John Hamm being Batman. Uh, he had a very charming interview on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, a uh, NPR podcast, if you want to listen to that. That was mm. just over the weekend. Mm. And then Noah says, I'm listening live now. Everyone hated how Aquaman was so girly and lame. And Cassandra doesn't like him because he's too manly. Who said he was girly and lame? What? The Russians? Yeah. 
Yeah, that that was just Russian bots, Noah. Who thought he was girly and lame? I think he's referring to the original comic book. Um, uh, oh, Aquaman, I understand. Which I don't think people... I would have no, preferred if they would have leaned into that. Leaned into the orange costume. Leaned into the fact that Aquaman might be a gay man. Right. Who, oh. who, who, just because he's... No he gay talks, man would dress like that. Who talks to fishes. Yeah, everyone thought Aquaman was gay. Why? Would, I don't know. But like, that's a thing. And why not just lean into that? Like, why not get like a fucking sick... Why not <laughs> get the asshole who plays Superman, who is a dope gay man... And he just is? have him play Aquaman. Because he's already playing Superman? I know, but like find something comparable. Com- comparable. Uh, to Henry. Cavell? Cavell. Cavell. I mean, uh, call Cabble? Ryan Murphy <laughs> and be Ryan, give us the best one you got. Uh, and then. Is Ryan, is Ryan Murphy in charge of all the gays? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we we still haven't had it. <laughs> he's got a stable full of. Let's he's see. got a nice this roll, guy. like an old, like old school Rolodex that he pins through, and he Ooh. goes, "Oh, <laughs> this one." <laughs> you guys are terrible. You guys are terrible. We have I was yet- wondering have who was in charge of the gays. <laughs> what Ryan Murphy puts out? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's okay. in charge of the gays. Fair enough. Fair enough. He is steering gay <laughs> pop culture with every new season of American Horror Story. Uh, yeah, who's it, the other guy who works with who just married uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, huh? Who married Gwyneth Paltrow this time? Falchuk, I think his name is. Brad Falchuk? Yeah. Did he marry Gwyneth oh, Paltrow? He's yeah. the, over he's the, the other half of... Uh, he's the other half of the Ryan straight Murphy. one. Yeah. He's the straight half? Yeah. Um, so, he's God, can straight. you imagine marrying Gwyneth Paltrow? It is weird no. that we've <sighs> had 18 movies in the but MCU. That is a very, like, someone who is controlled by gay people thing with, to do. Oh, that's true. Fucking marry her. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh Jesus! The, what the, what happened? I don't know. Some the, the machine just ta- started talking. Oh. So we've had eighteen MCU movies and Who? how many DC movies we've oh. had, and not one gay superhero. Yeah. And like maybe quick, Robin. Maybe, maybe. We're the dark horse. Chris movies. O'Donnell, uh, look out. Chris O'Donnell's gonna be Robin. Well, he was Robin. When? Back in the eighties. He was with Robin with Batman and Robin with George Clooney. Your favorite? Yeah. Uh, Chris Batman. O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking no. of Chris O'Dowd. Oh. Okay. Whoa, that was crazy. They're practically yeah. the same person. They are the same. They get mis- mixed up all the, the time. Chris O'Donnell. But that, that's like, it's weird. I that was like, Chris O'Dowd he's, seems he's, too young. He's on NCIS now with the scent of a woman. Um, oh, he's cute. But I guess. I guess Quicksilver in the comic book. Uh, in Alpha Flight, he came out as gay. Oh, really? But they didn't explore that in any of that. Explore that with his a, a penis movies, yeah. Oh, with the movies because he got killed, didn't he? Yeah, he, shh, yeah. In Avengers, right? In the Avengers, he gets he gets killed. Yeah, and then the X Men movies, he didn't get killed, right? Did he get killed? No, no. Isn't but they're the, different deals, right, right? Right. I don't know. I don't understand how the MCU works, but like. Is there one that could come out now? Is there a com- uh, come out as Robin? Gay? Robin, but he hasn't been established in the in the which latest. is why he could come out now. But like one that's been established, like like I guess they all have romantic interests in in the movies, right? Like I don't. Who's uh well, Bruce, fucking Scarlett Johansson's into? Bruce Banner. Oh really? Ugh. Yeah. What a snooze fest. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just Does don't make Thor him mad. have a girlfriend? Yeah, he had. Uh, uh, Portman. Na- Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman was his girlfriend. Cute. Yeah. Um, and he's also married to Sif. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they're, 
Were they were married? Yeah. In the in the comic book? It, yeah. In well, no, in the in Norse mythology. I don't know if they get oh, married. Uh-huh. Wonder Woman seems like she could like maybe swing Be both bisexual. ways. Yeah. yeah, because she's just all I'd about like love to in see general. that. Yeah, I mean, then that's probably the most popular <laughs> version of it. I, I think War Machine could be. Uh, th- we haven't established him. What about the the one with the arm, the former football player, Cyborg? Oh yeah, he could be gay. Yeah, but he, I don't think he has a dick anymore. So, I uh, I guess so. Yeah, that is so something. So dickest of me. Yeah, that's yeah. like un- penis. Dickless. It's penis. Yeah. Yeah. Pen- okay. Penis. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Keep saying that Pooping word. Being so penist. <laughs> and I'll keep saying poutine. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah, I think oh, he's pretty Alfred. super gay. Yeah, I think. Oh, he's British. <laughs> oh, yeah. All British people are gay. Yeah, I mean, you got three guys living in a house together, and like, we're I'm his ward, and I'm the butler, and, and these all like. He's just in love with him. These oh. are just like uh, so code sad. words for tops and bottoms and all that stuff. Uh. I'm telling you, just it, we're not the people who should be deciding who the next gay superhero is. It should be Ryan Murphy. Oh, he will he, know. Well, he is a superhero, also in in his own way. He Ryan will Murphy. know. Yeah, he's Emmy man. Emmy man, Netflix man now. Um, yeah. So I'm just looking forward to Ms. Uh, to Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Captain she could be gay. Yeah, she could be. So I'm I'm all for that. She's an alien. Yeah, I just saw. I just watched the oh, uh, yeah, trailer right. again. Aliens, famously what'd think, straight. What do you think of the trailer? <laughs> uh, I, I it was fine, was uh, but it, I didn't like the fact that it ended and said Brie Larson coming in March. Yeah. That's what I yeah. didn't like about it. That's the next one. That's the next one on the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to change gears, the New Zealand just did a a study where they got a a company that um, like a, a financial. Uh, products company and they split it into two groups and one group worked a four-day week and had a three-day weekend and four but they got paid the same amount as the people working five days Mm -hmm. and they um yeah so they did this trial and they got paid the same and but they and the same amount of hours in a day you know four eight-hour days so they found that like job engagement went up, job satisfaction went up. Like, uh, yeah, and also the the their home life balance, their their satisfaction of that uh, jumped up twenty five percent. So, and then their stress levels went down seven percent. And so now the government is actually going to work with companies to to make that a thing or, or, or something to explore, an option to explore. So you're saying they did an experiment where people had an extra day off every week and somehow it made them happier and less stressed? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. So they that's, work four days and they have three days off. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. They, they did an experiment to figure that out? Well, but I also- I could have told them that that was going to happen. But they, they had better, more- uh, Productivity is the word you're looking for. No, no. They had stronger no. engagement with their jobs. So yeah. they, they had greater job satisfaction. Yeah. Because they were like, get me the fuck away from these people, my family. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Like three days is Jesus, too much. Every fucking weekend is Labor Day. <laughs> when am I going to well, watch my porn? I God, think I can't just barbecue every <laughs> fucking weekend. I I think it's an interesting idea. And they didn't 
because it was one company, they didn't have good measures, I, I don't think, for productivity. But like, they, they say that they believe that productivity was around the same. So they, that's something that needs to be explored. I, well, I mean, if, for a knowledge worker, it totally makes sense. I can imagine the, having like 32 hours a week and um, that you're working. And, and if you have plenty of more time off then you and you have the same amount to do, you could do it. But if you're you know, making widgets or pressing something in a factory. Right, it, which is bound by the hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then it's a completely different thing, which is that's yet another true. sort of. I mean, you know, and, and it's even true now already. I mean, as a as a knowledge worker in an office, um, what's a knowledge worker? You know, just I worked on a computer. You know, I used moved information around. That's basically what I did. I was, uh, you know, director of, of production, knowledge. Uh, you know, which basically said take this file and put it over here yeah. because the people don't know how to do that safely, or else they'll right. break the internet. And they're like, <clears throat> take your time. Yeah, well, th- I mean, sometimes I didn't have enough to do, so you right. know, I'd goof off, right? You know, but it was a pain in the neck to be there all all the time, and it'd be nice if I had a day off, right? But if the day. measure was you have to, we have to make X yeah. hundred, you know, twelve hundred widgets a, a week or a month, right? And you and you can only maximally make a hundred an hour, then yeah. Well, and, and not even that. I mean, for for most, like if I had, I, I was a, a salary, right? So, and a lot of people in that line of work are not being paid by the hour. They're being paid to do their job. Right. So if I had a week where I had nothing to do, then uh, I would still go to the office, but I wouldn't necessarily do more. Right. I'd look, maybe if I was feeling ambitious, maybe if I had an extra day off, I would have said, hey, I think I'm going to try and figure out a way to do everything more efficiently, or I'm going to come up with some new product. But I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I had to get paid by, I had to work 40 hours. Right. Because my job was to stand by something and make sure things, you know, if I was a security guard or whatever, you know. You, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I guess it was kind of obvious. Yeah. I guess I should. Can we cut that part out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've always thought that we should, like, to me, four day a four-day work week is too short, I think. I think I, we should have an eight-day. Well, that's because you're Asian. No, I think we should have an eight-day week. Yeah. And have a three-day weekend and then add an eighth-day and call it, like, Grun's Day, you know. And then so we just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Grunz Day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I think that Grunz Day? Yeah. Less I think you got a branding problem, first of all. Okay, I, you know, you, you both, I'm turning your mics off. No. Um, yeah, I think it would be hard to implement, of course. because Why? I mean, working for eight days straight? No, really no, a five-day so? work week and a three-day weekend. I think a three-day week, I think a two-day weekend is too short. A three-day weekend would make me very happy. But I don't want. Oh, to, I see. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. But I, do you but, know why we have seven days in in the in the? Because God. Farmers yeah. probably. What does it? What does seven have to do with farmers? I don't know. They fucking control so much about time. <laughs> These fucking motherfuckers just making so much fucking decisions for us all. Oh, I'm sorry. I called the farmers motherfuckers again. <sighs> We're going to get a whole bunch of farmers. We, like, you realize we have they a... Have, oh, can you even fucking hear me? They you know, have, have a large they have listenership. Pitchforks. Pitch they actually have pitchforks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whatever. And don't get the torch lobby excited. Exactly. Also, then they'll be, they'll be inundated. They've had enough problems. The, the torch making companies. Uh, 
I have a lot of money in torch. The torch making companies have a lot to benefit from three day weekends because those of all motherfuckers these barbecues. Yeah, the tiki, uh, tiki parties torch. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. So if you implement your system, can yeah. I get in on the the torch lobby or something or investment? Sure. Yeah, I think you make a very good point. Um, but would you? But do you think that it makes sense to have a three day uh, weekend? Well, you know, a, a lot of the way the whole world is set up doesn't really make sense. And it, it goes back to a lot of the systems that we have are, do come from an agrarian. They come from farmers. Farmers. I mean, we have, we have uh, summer vacation. Voting on Tuesdays. <laughs> fucking, right. fucking daylight savings. Yep. Yeah. All this stupid bullshit. Yeah. For fucking farmers. And now all the farmers do is they have these computerized Summer tractors that like harvest and plant everything. Mm-hmm. Not in that order. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So it, it we illegal immigration. Like, yeah. Yeah. Farmers. Mm-hmm. Those they don't have to vote on Tuesday. They they're not able to. So. Non fructose corn syrup. Farmers. Mm-hmm. Non fructose corn syrup? Yeah, and fructose corn syrup. Yeah. High fructose. Farmers. Fr- fructose farmers. corn syrup. Yep. Archer Daniels Midland. So do you um, incest? Wait, we were going to farmers, s- <laughs> motherfuckers, farmers, Republicans in office, farmers. Yes, Chuck Grassley is applying for some of that. That uh, the last name Grassley. Yeah, farmer farmers. as farmer. fuck, yeah. dude. He's getting Ugh. government money from Trump because of the the subsidies that they're giving farmers because of the tariffs. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, see that commercial? It was on the uh, Super Bowl, like five years ago or so and it was about it was a four truck commercial and the whole thing was like you know you wake up earlier than everybody else and you put food on the table for your family the farmer and it was like all like this just like just like masturbatory like thing for farmers and like it was a but it was for a truck commercial and just like bringing in all these sensations that People who probably live near a farm but aren't even farmers but listen to country music are like, oh my god. Well, there's no re- it's it's I, one of the things. One of my pet peeves when I first moved here was seeing all these giant, shiny pickup trucks with where the bed was it looked like it had never been touched. You know, yeah. it's, and it's just like I've I've got a I've got a big truck because i gotta take it off road but i'm not gonna because i love it too much and it's gotta look shiny and i got a big pickup truck and if anybody wants to move i'm not gonna help you because i'm an asshole because i've got a big pickup truck because i'm, I'm i wish i was a farmer huh? yeah I'm this is so insane like what? tyson just sent a link to a book called the eighth day where the eighth day is called gruns day i made that up i shut up I did. I didn't. When was this book published? This morning? Yeah. Just like five minutes 30 ago. seconds ago. That's insane. This article's that from 2014. So yeah, 2014. No, I, I said it Grun- way before. The, Grunge before Day. Yeah. That must have been. I think I've said it. It must even have on just this... been in your brain. No, like, but I think I've said it on this podcast. Where did it come from From in your mind? Uh, Not from. Just, no, but was it just a, a, a syllable just, that came yeah, out of your a mouth? That, yeah, maybe it's a common syllable. That is the weirdest thing. Tyson, you just blew my mind. Wow. Grunge day. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So wait, what was, um, you were going to say where the seven days came from? I didn't know. Oh, you didn't I, know? I, aren't, aren't they like all like... Um, I fucking promise it's those fucking farmers. Farmers. But like Saturdays for Saturn. Uh, or it might be mostly, like... They're mostly Norse. Norse. The Roman Thursday. Thursday. Odin's day is Wednesday. Odin's day is Wednesday. Oh. Oh, okay. So and, you do uh, know. Well, I know where the names come from. Moon Day and Sunday and 
Tuesday is another, um, I think, uh, Norse goddess. Uh, but I'm Tuesday not sure. Weld. But it's and we- o- Tuesday Odin's Weld, day. The, the famous guy. Yeah, that's Norse it's goddess. from Tuesday Weld. That's where the name comes from. Yeah. Tuesday's but a cute name for girls. Seven doesn't make any sense to me, except maybe it goes into the, I don't know. Well, also like year, but it doesn't. So in other calendars, like like lunar calendars, like the Asian cultures, did they have a seven day week, or did they? How did they they you know break things up? And did it fuck everything up when well the Westerners were like, nah, the, here's the thing, here's a bank calendar, and notice seven days a week. Right. So here's here's oh. the thing, Marty. Here's yeah. the thing. Uh-huh. Is it. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to pretend that I do because Please. I'm a white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it Greeks. is your privilege. Yeah. The Greeks did it. Okay. Thank you, Greeks. Uh, naturally. Uh, Monday is uh, Moon Day. Yeah. I think that was just said. Tuesday. I just said that. Is lady. Um, the Wolf Day. Okay, go on. What were you going to say? I, I was I I I, I, can't, I can't make things up. Now. Oh, I thought we it was your theory. Wednesday's okay. Odin so, Day. Uh, we're gonna wrap things up, people. Thursday Thunder Thank Day. God. I gotta I gotta. Nobody wants to read your read here. Your reading of Wikipedia. Saturday Sunday. Okay. Saturday <laughs> is Saturn okay, Day. Tune in next Sunday week. Sunday is the day that the sun dies. Oh, jeez. So, what do you have to to plug there? Whom? The one I'm making eye contact with right now. Me. Moi. Well, uh, my friend Diane Potts put out a mo- uh, a short. Oh, delightful. Um, yeah, it's celebrating the uh, fall equinox. Um, so if uh, I'll tweet out a link to that. Um, it's very weird. Uh, it makes you feel kind of sick to your stomach, I think. Oh, um, is it like the ASMR thing? No, it's not the ASMR. Okay. It's just her uh, advice on fall and decorating okay. your house for fall. Um, it's also the link in the bio on my Instagram, which is at Cass Cardenas. Um, and then um, I have this friend named Brandon Alter, who's like one of those guys that when you meet him, you just feel like you've known him your whole life. And um, him and his husband have a podcast called The Spiritual Gaze. And um, they interviewed uh, Lena Waith this week uh, from Master of None fame. Uh-huh. And she's won like Emmys and stuff. Uh, it's a very interesting podcast. Um, you know, it talks about spirituality. So, um, you know. And gays. Yeah. If So if you're not into that, you got to go in with a little bit open mind. But um, it is cool. And uh, I, yeah, I think that's... Uh, Oh my god! In the new season of BoJack Horseman. Oh my god! You're on the new season of BoJack Horseman. I'm not, but they make a fucking sick slam on your friend Kyle Bornheimer. Oh, what, what did they say? They said uh, there's a like a running joke where everyone like keeps saying like, "Am I this because this?" And so he said, uh, "Mr. Peanut Butter" in one of the episodes goes, "Am I a network with uh, any series starring Kyle Boy- Bornheimer because I need to cancel?" <laughs> that is funny. It's super he, funny. He is very upfront about. It. Talking about being the one and done guy. Yeah. You know, so it was a fucking six slam. And if you haven't watched Bojack Horseman on Netflix, I highly recommend it. By the time you get to season three, you're like, is this a comedy anymore? Because it's definitely still a cartoon. And it's just so dark and so fucking amazing. And the new season does not disappoint. Watch Bojack Horseman. I will now. I it's haven't watched awesome. it at all. That's great. Like I said, the first like the first couple seasons, it's definitely like a comedic like comedy, you know, cartoon that's dark. And then by the time you get to season five, which is what it just finished, you're just like, 
there's jokes still, but it is a very serious show. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's really, really All right. great. All right. So that's it. It's uh, Michael Eisner is a produced that. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's like he ran Disney. Yes. And so, then he said, what am I going to do next? It's, it's, I'm going to make an obscure. <laughs> it's a wonderful show. The things that they do, you just like, because I, I think about it now because of like how serious the show is becoming. I'm just like, they you can't do these things live action. I right. don't think people would want to watch it or it would be too serious. And then you couldn't make the jokes they make or. Oh, it's so fucking good. Well, Paul F. Tompkins is an American treasure. Uh, Truly, yeah, he plays uh, Mr. Peanut Mr. Butter. Peanut Butter, and then Will and Arnett then, voices Bojack, and, and then Amy Sedaris is also an American treasure. Yeah, uh, it's a the, really great show. Okay, so it's just loaded with American treasure. Well, Will Arnett is, eh, he's. I eh, like Will Arnett. He's you don't a, think he's an American treasure? Not yet. Not Allison yet. Bree's in it. Oh, she's Does a voice. She's a, she's cute. She's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I highly recommend Bojack Horseman. I have nothing to do with it, but I just feel really strongly about it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. And uh, do you want to plug anything, yours or not? I, I want everybody to go out and buy uh, my books. They're on Amazon. Oh, right. I was supposed to read it this week. Oh, uh, yeah. My book. Uh, what, well, I'll read it for next week. What is, the, what is the movie you're going to watch next week? So people. Can... I don't know. Okay. Uh, tweet at John Sylvain. Uh, any ideas for a movie? Uh, I'm not sure. Based I have to on look at this. Uh, I have to look at We're going to dip into the mail oh, sack. Shit. Sorry. Mail ah. sack. Mail doing? sack. Come on. Dip. No, no, it's just We're a, not going to dip into the mail sack. Um, Do we even have mail? No. So send an email that's new in a podcast. Watch Bojack Horseman talk, talk to me about it. Send yeah. an email. And send it. suggestions for movies to uh, at John Sylvain. Yeah, or, no, John uh, Sylvain BBB. Sylvain BBB. Or just send it to us directly and, and why you would why it represents American cinema. Right. I actually have all the... I just don't know what I'm showing next. But I, I'm oh, showing I like hidden figures. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, well, you should um, go to that one yeah. since you, so you can it's, see Mahershala. It's really good. Oh, my it's God. Awesome. It's got black people in it. Oh, wait, oh. Did I, wait, but they I, do I, math. I can edit that out, right? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> As an Asian, I'm threatened, okay? That's true. That funny. is so true. You know what's so funny is I just realized in Hidden Figures, there aren't any Asian people in yeah, all of NASA. what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that? It's called racism. Go to Caltech right now and tell me how many Asian people you see. I it's a different time. Am in rehearsals for a play called oh, yeah. Special. Fun. And it's, it's called Special. It's called Special. Yeah, can't wait. And it's uh, one of the my the other actors in it is uh oh, gotta look up his name. Um Do you not know his name? Uh, Lance Guest. If mm. and he was the star of The Last Starfighter. So Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And he's and super funny and very uh very talented. Excellent. Yeah. And it is uh, based on the, uh, it's a, sort of a, a retelling, of, sort of a mockumentary of sorts, of not a mockumentary, um, of how the, um, the Star Wars Christmas special <coughs> came to be. And it'll be at Theater of Note, and it is very, very funny. Now, have when you seen it? When does that go up? Uh, it'll be, I think it opens in end of November or beginning of December. So you'll December. remind us. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have pe- I'll have uh, people from the show uh, on this show. Fun. The, yeah, the writer is very talented. Do I do I need to watch Star Wars to get it? Uh, no, and you don't even need to watch the Christmas special. Either. You should. The Christmas watch special. Star Wars. No, you should watch the Christmas special. It is really hard to get through. It's amazing. 
I love that. I love bad yeah. things. So oh, maybe, it's, should, is it's that how I should have my first Star Wars experience? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You it's should do that. Of, it's, it's, it's inexplicable. It's it, like it, unbelievable. It's it is so the, bad. It is it's the definition beyond. of fiasco. Oh, I can't If you look wait. it up in the dictionary, you'll just see a, a picture of B. Oh, Arthur. yeah. Speaking of that, did you hear that in the new, uh, uh, the new dictionary, um, the definition of white privilege is a picture of, of Brett Kavanaugh? Uh, LOL. I believe it. I got my, I wrote that joke with my wife last night. I worked on it for an hour. Oh, did you tweet it? <laughs> no, I was saving it for today. Speaking oh. of fiasco, well should we play that game again? Oh, we should try that game. Yeah, that would be fun. Would you be uh, interested in doing a weekend podcast? Just come over for a couple. Uh, a weekend podcast? Yeah, yeah we just in like general. Yeah, or yeah, all it. the time? No, just like no. once in a while. Just like sure, a sure once a in a while. Yeah. Yeah, okay. my weekends are sacrosanct. Okay, gotcha. Because my son is 17. He's going to move away in a year. All right. Well, we can have him on. Would he want to come I on? I never see him all weekend. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sure, I'll do it. I don't care. Oh, but would he want to come on? Would Yogi? Oh, yeah. Yogi totally would come right. on. Um, and then also, we have to get the midge back on. Uh, yes. I saw him uh, on Sunday. And yes. He is just such a charmer. Isn't he just a cutie? Yeah, he's a cutie. Uh, it's a little hard. Like, it's very cute watching him hold uh, just a beer, a uh, glass of beer with both hands. I just, know, like, those beers are bigger around. than him. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> one beer, he's like just done. He's, yeah. He's a cheap, cheap date. Cheap date. Does okay. he like beer? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, do you like beer? Uh, can you just answer the question? Yes. <laughs> I did sexually assault that woman. <laughs> On that note, it depends on what your definition of yeah. is, is. Oh, let's just think. <laughs> at the next show, we will have a, a totally different uh, Supreme Court. Not a totally different, but we'll have a, a new Supreme Court justice. Uh, maybe not. Let's just, let's just say maybe not. Okay. Well, let's all maybe hope. I, and I'll bet you five bucks we don't. And yeah. okay. So this is the thing. Uh, the takeaway from today's show is fuck uh, farmers. Fuck farmers. They're motherfuckers. And listen to women. Uh, and uh, register to vote. When they say no. When listen, they say, listen to women when they say no. Don't listen to them any other time. Yeah. John Hamm for Batman. Oh, John my God. My voice is going away. Oh. oh, you can't listen to me anymore. Oh, get away. Stop. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Fuck you, farmer. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck, if that fuck, if that fuck, This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.